Hey now, it's a weird way to start the opening of a show with me just talking. And normally we have some music going in. I will say this: we have been going through uh, some technical difficulties with uh, the computer uh, that we have. So we did most of a show last week, got all the way up to where we were going to do the review, and then uh, we needed to stop. So um, this is kind of like a bonus episode of sorts. I'm not really even promoting the episode, but we did do a lot of work, and it was a good episode up to that <laughs> point. Um, so uh, we, we did be... the normal amount of work. That's yeah, not that's right. <laughs> uh, so um, after I fade out here, you're going to hear the the intro. Uh, we, we we paid our respects to uh, George Romero at the t- at the top of the show. And you'll hear uh, a little speech, and then it'll go into what we have, uh, and then spliced on to the end of it is going to be the review of uh, the war for the planet of the apes, which uh, we were going to review last week, but we didn't get a chance to do. So it's still going to be a full show, but it'll just have been cut short at that point with the review slapped on the uh, the end of it there. So that's why I came over the uh, the, the start to just let you know what's going on. Uh, with this particular and only episode, uh, because we had recorded so much of it, like an hour and 20 we minutes. We have learned much about our problems. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they're mostly abated at this point. Yes, that's right. So, um, so yeah, the good news is, bonus episode. Uh, and if you're listening <laughs> to this one and, and we're looking for the Dunkirk review, uh, that's going to be the next episode uh, that we're already yeah. recording that, that will be posted at the same time you're hearing this. So look probably above it in the queue of things, and it'll be called uh, Podkirk is what we call it. That, yeah, so. it'll, it'll be pretty obvious which is which. Yeah, so... Uh, anyway. Yeah, sometimes you might click the wrong thing, though, and this is how you end up here, and you got a bonus if you did. Oh, Huzzah. yeah, if you just, like, automatically play the new episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, that's what's going on here, and we're going to fade you out Wayne's World style. You won't hear the last two numbers, <laughs> and then you're going <laughs> to... And then you're going to uh, hear the actual start of that episode in five, four, three... Zombies. Zombies. I seen it once before in a rat, and I seen it now in men. Once one gets a taste for its own kind, it can spread through the pack like a wildfire, mindlessly chomping and biting at their own hinds. Nothing but the taste of flesh on their minds. You know the thing about a rat? It's got lifeless eyes, black eyes like a doll's eye. Don't seem to be living at all when it come at you, till it bites you, and then the eyes roll over white, and you don't hear nothing but the screaming and the hollering. What are you doing? Hmm? Are you doing a speech from Jaws? Um, Are you doing Jaws? uh, We don't have time for this shit. This is serious. Look, it wasn't zombies, okay? uh, Really? Yeah. All right. Hey, now, sometimes it just catches me off guard right there. That's just so funny. I just love he's like, Duh. yeah. Nah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hey, now, welcome to How Sim Sees It. We have a wonderful episode for you this week, as we do every week. Uh, maybe maybe each episode gets better, or they all are at the same level of excellence. I like to think so. I mean, we, we, we learn something every time. I think so. Something new. Yeah, something. Uh, indeed. <laughs> uh, that is for sure. This week, what's on 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 store on tap in store ha i get mm. i get the words right one of these times mix metaphor yeah starting now uh with we're going to be doing the war for the planet of the apes which is uh j-rod said off air kind of a weird name for a movie it's a weird it's a weird movie title yeah weird i, movie I title. see what you're doing but you, you went too far yeah uh and that voice there not going too far uh is j-rod he just goes far enough he says i'm, I'm gonna explain that see 
Hello again, everybody. Yeah, see? That's mm-hmm. him right over there. Oh, well, I guess I guess you can't see, but... No, but you yeah. can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, but if you want to see you, of course, you can go to the website, and then you can try to decide yeah, for which is who's who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fun for you for a little while. <laughs> but if you really want to know, everything is up there. And again, uh, welcome to the show. Um, we are doing it on a Tuesday, so we're a little, uh, uh, I don't know. The Tuesday shows are always just a little different. Than yeah, the, than the well, it's a, it's a different amount of information has come out. We have seen the movie longer ago. There's been more time. Yeah, it. It, but it feels more like a start of a week, whereas the, when we do it on Sunday, it's like the end of a week. Oh, okay. You see yeah, what I mean? Too, yeah. So it's kind of like a, a weird uh, little bit. But we uh, uh, we're going to start the show here with the, the reason why we told you, uh, well, Charlie Kelly did the, <laughs> the, the, the zombie speech from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So uh, hilarious. But uh, for reals, uh, on how Sim sees it this week, we do have a review for War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the Game of Thrones premiere was on. Dragonstone. Ho, 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 ho. Was it badass? You will find out very soon. Also, I have a review for a rare documentary, as I don't watch them nearly as often as uh, J-Rod does. But I watched the four, all four parts of HBO's oh, Defiant yeah. Ones, which was... Uh, I'll give a little bit away... Uh, let's have addictive, mm, mm. addictive. Mm-hmm. So that means clearly it's good. Oh, we'll see. So, okay. so we'll see All soon right. enough. Also, uh, I got a review for you for Preacher uh, from this week too. For those of us who are playing along with the Preacher game. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's going to be a pretty good show. Lots to talk about. Dobby's already found something interesting and exciting to do down there. I don't know what he's doing, but he seems to be uh, content. So that's usually yeah. a good thing. Uh, and if you don't know, like normal. yeah, if you don't know, uh, we are one of at least the only shows that I know of that has a mascot. And we have since day one goes back to the, the very first show. Uh, been with us every time in some form or another. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is uh, the great Dobby, uh, Dapper Dobby. Um, if you want to know more about him, he's also on the website over there at uh, housemcs.com. Yes, yeah. uh, all the info right yeah. there. You could just look at, if you're listening on your phone, you could just look at that. Yeah. It's on there. He's there too. Mm-hmm. Where though? It's like, a, like where's Waldo? <laughs> Although it's pretty easy. Well, mine shows up like whenever it plays, it shows the album art. Yeah, so, as does mine. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, maybe the little bar like covers them. I don't oh, know. okay. But I don't know. I have not actually looked, so we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> Good to know. I spent so much time working. <laughs> no, on no, that. I look higher up. I, oh, okay. I gaze into my own wonderful eyes. Oh, obviously, that uh, I'm like, oh man, that sure is a good picture. I like that picture right there. I'm holding a remote, everything. It's badass. Yeah. Got some 3D glasses on. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, speaking of 3D, uh, got that Kong for later. I'm excited. Yeah, it's like seven discs. Is that right? Three. Oh, okay. close. All right. Um, but I'm pretty excited. Because uh, you know I liked that movie. It was good. I really liked the 3D. It was a yeah. Lot of it was fun. good. Uh, it was a f- it was a fun time. Yeah, that's what I like to say about that movie. They go, "Is that a really good movie?" I say, "Yeah, it, it is. It is a decent movie, but it is more fun than anything else, yeah. just because mm-hmm. of the music and the color palette. And of course, if you indulge in the 3D, the 3D is quite good. Um, mm-hmm. Was especially in the theaters too. So, uh, so I'm excited. You know, come out uh, today on a Tuesday. See if this was Sunday, that part wouldn't have been in there. So it's like a bonus, I suppose. That's right. Yeah. And we would we have a full review of Game of Thrones given retrospect and now a scandal, an online scandal. Of the online Thrones. scandal? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't even know about the online oh, yeah? scandal. I know, right. I know it, well, HBO's like, website crashed. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, having to do with Ed Sheeran. Oh, course. there's a scandal with Sheeran? Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. You want yeah. me to go into it now or you want to save it? Uh well, I don't have a pin. Well, so here's okay. what we're gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna stick a pin in that for just one second. Hang on to it on this. I'm gonna say but normally we do uh um some good music for the uh the transition into the weekly update, but we're still recovering from an incident a couple of year or a couple of weeks back, a couple of years back, a couple of weeks feels like a couple of years. <laughs> it does. No, uh, a couple of weeks back, so we are uh coming back hopefully soon with some original music, but we do have other stuff for the other sections just not for this because it's an easy transition to make. Saying that, we are now in the weekly update and I've got to know what is this scandal? Oh, um well, Ed Sheeran was uh spoiler alert on the Game of Thrones. Well, yes, but everybody knew this. Yeah. Uh because he said a long time ago that Ed Sheeran's going to be in an episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh but they uh the internet apparently when they saw it outraged. Outraged at, yeah. at Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They he, were mad he's at really him. hard to be mad at. Why are they mad at Ed Sheeran? What did he do? Uh you know, it's just like, oh, you just came in to sing a song, it was dumb, it had no point, blah blah blah. You know. People are dumb. Mad stuff, mad people stuff. I won't say that exactly, but I mean I don't understand why it's an issue. It's just a cameo. Paul McCartney did it in Pirates of the Caribbean and people loved it. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, not necessarily the movie, but they like the Paul McCartney. They're like, well, Paul McCartney. Yeah, they like seeing him up all done pirate style. Yeah. I mean, well, Ed Sheeran was done up all Game of Thrones style. That's I true. argue that he kind of looks Game of Thrones-ish by his damn self, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, with his very Irishness. You that's know? true. He does have that uh, distinct... He kind of got a Sean Astin or what, uh, the... Uh, uh, the not Frodo Baggins, but yeah, um, Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, Sean Astin. Yeah. That's the guy. Wait, yeah. Yeah, in the face, yeah, but the, with red hair, with like yeah. bright red hair. His dad was That's how I uh, see him. John Aston. Yeah. Yeah, also very famous. Mm -hmm. I would argue way more famous than Probably. Sean Aston. Well, but he was Rudy, though. Yeah, he, everybody knows Rudy. Everybody knows Rudy. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I take that back. And he was also in the damn Goonies. And so. Lord of the Rings. And He's Lord made Rings. some good choices yeah. for uh, himself. Yeah, he's uh he's very into some certain things. If you check him out on his like uh, Facebooks and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh he is an opinionated yeah. individual. Oh, uh, good for him. And uses his uh clout uh to, or fandom to throw and bandy about his words. <laughs> yes. Very good. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh but no, um I did not know that that many people were uh, upset about the edge. Yeah, I just saw it today just scrolling through the news like I what mean, it was i think the headline was something to the effect of why the internet blew up at uh at Sheeran? Sheeran. Yeah. yeah it's like why because it's not it's pointless yeah I also mean, it's not his fault don't yeah, get mad at him don't, don't get mad at ed ed's like what what, <laughs> yeah. what what do you want me to do and then he does it because he's not an actor and he's like i just want to do what i do <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, I don't know. I watched it, and I'm not gonna get into the review quite yet. But I'm gonna say I thought I was like, oh, Ted Sheeran, mm -hmm. cool, neat little scene. Yeah, <laughs> and there's been other cameos. I sure just has. think it... Ian McShane was basically a glorified cameo in his one episode that he did. He yeah. had like fucking two monologues, and that was it. I mean, granted, you're not seeing an Ed Sheeran do monologues, but, <laughs> right? I mean, if you brought him on there and he busted out some freaking wicked acting is it or different because he's actually you know i mean he's not actually that's the wrong word but he's an actor that's what people know him as are you is it outrage because people are just like oh geez cashing in on commercialism and cheap fucking cameos uh that would have never happened in game fucking season two game of thrones you know yeah i think there's some of that i yeah. think there's people just kind of mad with People are already riled up for having to wait anyways. Yeah, and because it's just ending in general. Unleashing the, their fury on porridge here. Yeah, well, they did it for, um, what's her name, uh, Stark. 
Arya. Yeah, they did it for Arya Stark uh, because she's the actress, is an Ed Sheeran fan, and they did it on set to surprise yeah. her. They've been uh, trying to do it for years, yeah. that sort of thing. So I think that now I bet that, you most people didn't even know that. Yeah, but now that that's public, I can't see that that's helping the outrage. Like, oh, so you just did it because it's not important yeah. to the story. Be you know like, what I mean? This, this was a news story like six months ago, yeah. like when it was announced. They're like, oh, wait, Ed Sheeran's going to be on Game of Thrones. Weird. How's that happen? Oh, one of the actors is a fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I get normal it. people aren't like you and me. They don't pay that close attention. Yeah, I guess not. Well, that's a shame. That's why we're here. That's why we do this show. That is. Uh, don't yeah. yell at the wrong folks. Ed Sheeran didn't do it, folks. <laughs> it's like fucking poor Warren Beatty and, and, and uh, Sissy Spacek. Oh, yeah, 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 for the Oscar thing. Man, they took a bashing. Oh, well, not Warren. Nobody. <laughs> He's like, that motherfucker knew what was up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he can get escape anything. How do you think he dodged all them scandals? Yeah. I actually don't know if he had scandals, but he goes way back in Hollywood. Well, they were I'm scandals sure. back then. Now people yeah. are like, yeah, he slept with some people. Yeah, on the QT and the hush hush. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, if you don't know that reference, definitely check out LA Confidential. It'll make your day better. I promise you that. So uh, it's seeming like almost every other week I have to start with the same type of news where we have to say our goodbyes and give a small tribute to people almost at the start of every damn show now. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, damn. Uh, because, A, I don't like you know seeing that. A, it makes me feel like I'm getting older, which I am. Uh, and it, uh, you're just like, well, fuck, all my people are dying off. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it does seem to have start specifically last year. Uh, yeah. So I wonder if there's Seemingly. like if you could go back and date it to a year when like there was a year that TV exploded. And I would speculate that it's when cable came online. Mm-hmm. So you're like what eighty nine, ninety, like Something in your like widespread yeah. uh, mass. Yeah, cable TV <clears throat> used to be for the fancy folks. Yeah, meaning that now that more people are famous, we're yeah. just gonna have to do this more often. Be like, I'm paying for thirteen channels, motherfucker, yeah. and that is what I am getting. It is thirteen ninety nine, <laughs> and that is what I shall have yeah. because it gives That's me my three have. mains. Yeah. Uh, Fox is this new radical channel. Mm-hmm. Coming in, owned by some crazy Australian that could go broke if his station doesn't make it. It did. <laughs> yeah, it's Fox. Mm-hmm. It's fairly successful. And now he's one of the richest motherfuckers on the planet. I believe he is in at least a top twenty yeah. of richest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, he's he could literally light money on fire to light his cigars. Well, he runs literally like one fifth of the media you see in your life. Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he owns like uh, also radio been, stations, TV, cable, all this stuff. Also so. been involved in some scandals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we digress. Yes. Uh, he has not died, sadly. No. I mean, sorry. No. Yeah. Sorry Rupert to be Murdoch so open. Is is alive and well. I just happen to think he's a despicable person for personal reasons. He's not a very nice guy. I will sit down and have a a nice drink and a conversation with anyone with that about that. But that's this is not the time. Yeah. You can find him <laughs> at www.howsimpsees.com. Yeah, tweet it. me. Uh, go into the thing and you can email us directly or we're on the Twitter. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. Mostly I just post my Instagram. Yeah, you do a lot there. of Instagram. I like the Instagram. Yeah, it works well for your pop. Yeah, yeah I like it. Mm-hmm. And well, and just in general, I'm a, I'm a picture, talk about it, and Visual. check it out yeah. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So, Although I do like the Facebook too. And, you know, I stay active yeah. on there. Now it tells me how active. I'm like, this is weird. It like says you've shared something for so many odd days in a row. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. I'm at like uh, 468 
something like that. I think that started when the oh, podcast nice. started. Because yeah. that's the way I make my notes. I just post a lot of stuff on Facebook. Oh, and then yeah. I go and I scan it, and I'm like, those are the shits I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's a good nice. way to do it. Other people are like, so if you, you, post a if lot you of uh, shit. <laughs> subscribe or like on Facebook, then uh, follow us, then you can uh, get an inside scoop. Kinda. You yeah. won't know what I'm going to necessarily say about it, but you'll get a good idea because I'll put a little tag on it or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what I do. Nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, to uh, start the show this week, uh, I am uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Who uh, hooray for my fellow Yinzers out there, but uh, I do not live there anymore i moved away at a at a younger age but it is my home and if you grew up in pittsburgh you know about a few things you know about steeler football you know who the players are and you know who damn sure were the legends and also that goes for uh film as well uh that is where um george romero uh, grounds were mm-hmm. and uh he passed away uh just a couple of days ago i think it was just yesterday and if you have ever if you're of the age we'll say 30 or more or less i should say and you've ever thought oh man that thing with zombies was cool or that thing with zombies is this it's not it's because of the work that this guy did here he yeah. laid the the groundwork for the zombie film period mm-hmm. and uh, not just the zombie film the zombie craze uh it did not exist before him and yeah, he the filmed, whole genre itself yeah. yeah there's a great documentary too about george romero speaking of guy yeah, doesn't watch documentaries i'm about to talk about two in the same show uh there's one on george romero and the filming of night of the living dead mm-hmm. and it's awesome uh great insight and when i uh went yeah, that's to pittsburgh one of the best the ending to that one is so like god oh damn it yeah uh yeah uh when i was in pittsburgh for the steeler game and patriots steelers patriots game last year uh i went with my buddy john ferreira who i went to college with and then uh he also had spent some time in pittsburgh and one of the guys we were riding around with was in night of the living dead he was one of the zombies and i was like get the fuck out of here Mm -hmm. that's awesome but that's pittsburgh i mean it's a pretty close-knit town for what it is and you had a good shot at that kind of stuff especially at that time and so uh, while i was like that's awesome but i guess it wasn't all mm-hmm. that shocking because he, he didn't just do the one there he would often be in pittsburgh doing zombie related things not necessarily always filming zombie movies but oh yeah a lot of conventions and stuff like oh, that cool. they would kick off there and he would always Hometown be around kind of guy. yeah and uh i just he, you know uh when you hear uh, about any when I hear about anybody from uh, a good Pittsburgh roots uh, that uh, passes on, then uh, it it hits a little extra home because there's a sense of community, I guess. But I mean, the dude's a legend. He's a fucking film yeah. pioneer, and uh, it goes on and on. Really, his list of accomplishments. Um, and if you've never seen Night of the Living Dead or Return of the Living Dead, um, you should see those. Um, yeah, they're um, great. Well, in yeah, for what they are, especially. And you're talking about the originals, not the remakes that have been coming out yeah, recently. Not the remakes. Interestingly enough, um, although James, he was involved in those, I believe. Interestingly enough, uh, 
Uh, James Gunn, mm -hmm. uh, my personal Facebook friend and uh, yeah. uh, confidant, uh, I, I do not confirm. You spitball with him. Yeah, you but we, ideas. We, we have had uh, conversations. Plural. Makes <laughs> uh, it sound <laughs> not the way you wanted to sound. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Hey, I typed and he responded, so we're yeah. best good friends. Okay, that's about it. yeah. Yeah. Good. It's uh, more accurate. Yeah, so we're the like... two best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, he wrote um, Dawn of the Dead, the mm -hmm. remake, yeah. for that Zack Snyder uh, directed. Mm -hmm. So uh, he wrote a nice thing on George Romero. Um, so if you want to check that out, if you follow James Gunn on the social medias, uh, and there's even articles about it. It's like, I have to James think I Gunn put on follow him on Twitter, but I don't see any of his posts. Because he, he's, he's, he's like me. He's a talker. Yeah. Uh, and Twitter is too short. So what he does is I'm sure he has things linked to it, to mm -hmm. his articles. But he he is very Facebook active. Like, I joke, um, you know, that he's repli he replies to a lot of people. He's very active on Facebook. So if, oh, yeah, if, if, yeah. If you're like, whoa, he talked. It's fairly common. If you ask a decent question, he'll probably answer it. Uh, yeah. And if that's you're gonna awesome. find a forum with like more famous people, that's the one you'll find because like you you have to be somebody, and they can prove who you are if they yeah. have to. So exactly. Uh, so he's he's and he posts a lot of good stuff on there. So it's it's really fun. He posts a Guardians picture of the day he has ever since it came out. It's pretty great. Well, a lot of personal behind the scenes stuff that he took. He'd be like, "This is my niece, and yeah, she I'm was sure the lady that came up and touched the statue at the beginning of the movie." Yeah. So you find out a lot of cool shit like that. I'm sure. So. Uh, uh, He's got thousands of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. And if he doesn't, the actors do. And he's always fucking bagging yeah. on Michael Rooker, which I love, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> They've got this, like, faux brood going on. It's a feud. Uh, it's very funny. Anyways, um, but, yeah, George Romero uh, passed away. Uh, if you want to read a very nice uh, write-up on it, uh, I suggest the James Gunn one. It's very genuine. Um and it's good. So uh, if you've never um, seen George Romero's stuff, at least check out something. Uh, there's people that listen of all ages. Um, I want to say probably a lot are in uh, our age group. But if you're of the younger uh, bracket and you've not gotten into any George Romero yet um, and you like movies, I would assume because we're on a movie podcast. So yeah. we're going to say that... Uh, it's definitely good to to check that out. It's yeah, good. it's certainly a thing these days to go back and watch yeah. the old classics. Well, it's a solid foundation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you uh, just want movies to compare or if you like to review movies yourself. It's you got to have that, that. Yeah, I mean, but there's movies you got to see no matter what you think about how the style it's made in. Yeah, it's true. Because the story's so good. I it's mean, true. You yeah. got your like Casablancas. Yeah, and you're gone with the winds and your Spartacus is Spartaki. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. they're all Spartacus. Don't you know? I'm Spartacus. <laughs> I'm Spartacus. Is it Spartacuses? Yeah, Spartaki. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going to go with, at least. Right. <laughs> Spartaki. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Has a good ring to it. Um, so, uh, rest in peace, George Romero. Sadly, I'm not done with this section yet. Also, an actor that uh, I enjoy a lot. And uh, J-Rod, I asked J-Rod, um, kind of a... What is it? Uh, rhetorical question of sorts. Mm. I was like, um, I was like, what? Uh, what did you like Martin Landau in? And you're like, what did you like Martin Landau in? I'm like, I liked him in everything. And you're like, well, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So um, we, that did happen. That's we, true. We uh, we tossed about the idea of what would be a good idea 
And I thought of my two favorite uh, roles. J-Rod's favorite, it happens to be my second favorite. It is of uh, Rounders. If you've never seen Rounders, good movie. Uh, really good. Really good show. Yeah. Um, Ed Norton. Um, Damon, Matt Damon. Matt. Yeah. Matthew. Old, good old Matthew Damon. Mm-hmm. Who is, John uh, Turturro. Yeah, John Turturro. Oh, yeah. Also John good Turturro. in everything. Yeah, I've not seen him. Uh, I've not seen that movie in a long time. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was mm-hmm. in that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, check out Rounders for sure. Um, I, there's a lot of people like that. The, the girl, Femke Jensen, yep. like it's all coming back mm-hmm. to me now, but yeah, they're the little crew that he, uh, hangs around with yeah. the poker playing mm-hmm. crew. Mm-hmm. Also John oh, Malkovich uh, yeah. doing the worst Russian accent ever. <laughs> He's yeah, from yeah, everywhere. Mian, his Miani. He's from everywhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Be like, what the hell did he just say? P.A. that Mian, his Miani. I need my audios. It's it's John Malkovich, so he went and found the fucking craziest Russian like rural. <laughs> I am the machine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, dude, it happened yesterday. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen, and it's been like building up to it. But like people would say something, they'd be like, "Man, that guy's a machine," and I'm always like, "I'm the machine." <laughs> uh, and most people are like, yeah, "Neat." Uh, but yesterday. Uh, my buddy Paul come up and he's like, he says something. And he was like, "Yeah, it's a hell of a machine." I'm like, "I am the machine," and he's like, "I love the machine." And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's great." <laughs> yeah, and we had a whole exchange of the machine. Yeah, I hope uh, if I ever hear that, I have the presence of the mind to go. He is the machine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just so happy to hear it reciprocated. Uh, yeah. That uh, I was like, "Yeah, extra cool." Just points. type it into Google, y'all. You I am will, the machine yeah. or the machine story. Yeah. You will enjoy. Um, yeah, there is not going to be any actual machinery. Yeah, so if watch you're watching video. a video yeah. of machinery, you have clicked on the wrong link. <laughs> yeah, there should be a guy. He's probably not wearing a shirt. That's like, okay. I've been watching the steam engine for like fucking three straight days, and I don't get what they're talking about, but I suppose I'll find it. It's like that fucking Willem in the sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> a sailboat is a schooner. <laughs> But anyways, we have uh, the zombies opening was our little tip of the hat to uh, George Romero. And um, uh, we got a little Martin Landau clip we're going to play as we transfer over into the television section, which is uh, a clip that I was immediately thought of uh, because I remember him from Entourage was my my favorite because he was so uh, just ridiculous in that, that he was so good uh, at the same time, just like he was good in everything. The man won an Oscar. So, uh, you know. Uh, if you've never seen Ed Wood, do that. Um, do that. Yeah, that's it's, one uh, of them. Put that on the list as yeah, well. That's uh, You may love or hate Tim Burton. At one point in my life, I loved Tim Burton, and now I dislike him, but I still love early Tim Burton movies uh, quite a bit. That Big Eyes was okay. Yeah, that was a neat little kind of return to form mm-hmm. until he uh, <laughs> started going again. Yeah. But uh, I did like the Big Eyes. Hey, the, he makes his money. It's more for the Christoph Waltz in fan in me that really enjoyed that because he's so delightful in everything even when he's a shit he's just like well he's he's kind of charming though yeah but it's well directed it's in the same vein as uh, edward scissorhands it's just more realistic than that what i liked is that he actually went bright instead of his typical dark shit that i'm kind of tired of you know i'm like dude change it up like (laughs) seriously and thank god that johnny depp and hell in the bottom carter are not in this movie i am tired of that like Mix it up, dude. <laughs> Come on, guy. 
Uh, but no, so we'll have those well, clips after, there. And After a while of doing the same thing, you go, I see what you're doing. Oh, you would hope. Yeah. You would hope. He saw it, and then he was like, eh. <laughs> that's, that's work. You know, I see the actor has got a Golden Globe. Neat. But, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know Tim Burton. I didn't get shit. Cause probably because it was all bright and fucking happy. It wasn't happy. <laughs> I'm not judging him. I'm just a little disappointed. It so, wasn't happy, that's folks. All. Just don't watch it thinking it's going to be happy. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like happy, but it, the lady goes through some shit. She does. <laughs> she does. She does. True, uh, true story, though. Yeah, uh, true story. So, uh, you know, if you're not seeing it, that is actually a good watch. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, interesting news here. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't like it, but uh, I understand it, I guess, but I don't like that they're even doing it but i'm a huge robin williams and uh, aladdin fan that was like my jam yeah. when i was younger uh quite literally as i even enjoyed the soundtrack um i liked it a lot the uh never had a friend like me uh song uh mr aladdin sir what will your pleasure be mm-hmm. i take your order jot it down you ain't never had a friend like yeah me. we really... uh, rented a lot of movies as a family so we didn't go out to the movies much but what, that's one of the ones we did go to see I th- we yeah. my, my brother and i were just the right ages and stuff like that so and also if you go well that movie is not necessarily important i i have to correct you it is because that and Beauty and the Beast were like the first two movies ever animated to use computer animation. Yeah, that mm-hmm. wasn't not, now. Most of it was traditional Disney, but some scenes were not possible before these two movies. It started with Beauty and the Beast and the ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. and then it evolved into the Cave of Wonders. You, yep. That that animation could not look like and that. And now you go, oh, I can totally tell how different that is. And you were like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> of course you um, can. It's radically different. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being the new standard, and now it's even gone from that into something totally different now. Yeah. That was the primitive forms of it. But, I mean, these movies are revolutionary in that way. So I get the choice. Disney's doing this whole, the Jungle Book was successful, so they're like, well, fuck, we've got a lot of cartoons. We're Disney. <laughs> uh, we can just keep remaking stuff for the second. rest of this our Hold on a second. This is going to be a rare occasion where I can go, cat! Get out of the horn now, get! Oh, get out of there, cat. Sucking around. That. Yeah, get playing on studio stuff. Ooh, get out of here. She's not even oh, doing no. She's No, she's like nine. No, she? now you've just sealed her. She's like, oh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of eternity. Mm, the anti-mascot. Yeah. Sorry about that if the noise spiked. I didn't like it. Uh, her getting in the shit up there. I don't know what she's trying to drink. My black cherry soda is what it is. Oh, I it's, bet it's delicious. It's sealed. She ain't gonna get that. Oh. Not even with her crazy cat claws. No, but she'll she get a little get taste it. of it if she just gets right up right up. Yeah, she's like, you don't let me be your mascot. Gives a little I'm gonna there. get your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's probably gonna figure out how to open up the refrigerator and eat my leftovers too. She would if she could. I think she probably is getting close. She, yeah, she will someday. That's yeah, for sure. she's already working on retractable thumbs. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it now. Anyways, so sorry for the interruption. Uh, so they have uh, the Jungle Book was a smashing success. Disney knew that they had a lot of movies uh, in the can that were animated that they've already won a slew of awards for. So they're like, well, if John Favreau can make the Jungle Book, I'll be all awesome. Then clearly we can get other people. I don't know why I'm talking like bubbles all of a sudden. <laughs> clearly we can get other awesome, people. That's why. Uh, you know, uh, they can, we can clearly take our other stories and we can find the right guy to make them awesome, uh, hopefully. And I guess we'll see because they're going to do a lot of them. And they're starting off with Aladdin. And uh, I was like, well, 
damn. Well, they have been doing this on Broadway for decades. Yeah, when and, they do it. and I think it's actually the Lion King is going to be the first one, and it's it's Favre that's mm-hmm. going to do it. Um, ambitious but proven, and they and I like John Favre, and so does Disney. You got made him a lot of money. Yeah, it makes uh, it a lot years. easier that uh, you're doing uh, animation in the computer, not working with real animals. That that makes that a lot easier. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so uh, that you know, that's going to probably. I think it'll be done well, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. He's only, as far as we know, doing that one, and you know, that's he's done two now. So um, I don't think he's going to move on and then do Aladdin and so on. Well, he had to, have to do something after Iron Man. Now, well, yeah, I'm saying particularly like right after that he does this Lion King. Oh, like yeah. he moved on from Jungle Book into the Lion King relatively quickly. Oh yeah, in animation you have to. Yeah, do and that. I don't, I don't think he is going to have anything to do with Aladdin. Um, but oh, there is going to saying, be a live kinda. action Aladdin. There's a live action The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that's happening. Whether you whether you like it or not, you got to accept it. It's happening. Um, and if you don't like it, just choose not yeah. to go see it. That'll help a lot. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I was like, uh, I was like, you know what? They absolutely can't redo Aladdin as an animation without using Robin Williams for the genie. That's too perfect. You don't fuck with that. Right. Animation wise. Well, you'd have to do it completely differently. You can't do what Robin Williams did. That would be foolish. Yes. So uh, it took me a minute to realize that. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I was just like, oh, it's live action, okay. I find the tr- I find the actor that they have hired to be a strange choice for Aladdin. For Aladdin, okay. or no, for the genie. Oh, okay. In Aladdin mm-hmm. for the live action. And this is Guy Ritchie, right? Uh, is it? I think so. Is it really? I think it is. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I did not know that, and uh, that's very surprising to me. Um. So, anyways, <laughs> really? Yeah, a little bit. Um, the actor that is will be playing uh, the genie is Will Smith, and I was like, "Huh, hmm. huh." That's yep. that's yeah. the exact response you should have. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, Will Smith, Naomi Scott, Mina Musland, and Guy Ritchie. Uh, I, uh, yep. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Did not know about the. That's a that's a genuine discovery right here on oh, the wow. show, folks. Yeah. yeah, didn't know it was Guy Ritchie. Very interesting. I say he's making a transition in his career. I would from the, the. I mean, I don't reckon this movie will be much like Snatch or no. But his he other, just did that. Uh, that he did something family the King friendly. Arthur. Yeah. Well, wasn't, that wasn't family friendly. No, I saw that. It wasn't it, very good. But it did have a lot of computer animation in it. They had like giant elephants. Yeah. And stuff. I will say this: I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not British, you don't get. It. Uh even if I were. I would not like that. Yeah, he was on the Rogan, and he went on a long thing about how what wearing a suit says about a man. I wear a suit often. I wear a suit one, two, minimum three days out of my week. Nice. Yeah. What am I, a farmer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to use that old uh, 30 Rock joke. That's one of my, my favorite 30 Rock <laughs> jokes is uh, Jack Donaghy's uh, wearing a tuxedo, and his little aide comes up or whatever, and... Uh, He's like, oh, holy cow, you're dressed in a tuxedo. He's like, it's after six. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I thought it was funny. Maybe farmers no, do wear tuxes. I don't good. know. You know, yeah. Tina Fey, she's a funny lady. But yeah, Will Smith, going to be playing the genie. Um, yeah, I just was like, it's just a different choice. It's a very safe choice for Disney. Um, I bet they had problems finding people that were willing to do it. Uh, they may have, yeah, especially uh, I, a lot of comedians. Yeah, I, 
I, I don't know how I don't know how audiences are going to take this whole thing. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. I just don't, especially with Guy Ritchie directing. Now I honestly don't know what, what the to hell's going to be like. like what what, yeah. is, what are we going to get here? <laughs> is Aladdin going to be a caper film? You know, uh, I don't know. Um, well, it's going to be dark, and there's going to be gypsies. Yeah, you know are, that much. Is he going to get bloody? Are they going to have sword fights? Uh, you know, are people going to get all use like British words like cunty and stuff and no, they're in the Middle East. It's Agrabah. Yeah, but they're all British. You know they're going to be town, all British. Well, but... Will Smith's not British. I don't think Naomi Smith's British either. I don't, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, think, so. I don't think I know her. No, I don't think she's British. Maybe she is. I don't think so. Um, I just I, the, the guy Ritchie's throwing me, so I don't know. Uh, I guess I guess had I known that Guy Ritchie was the director, the choice would have made more sense to me. I'd Does like, it, though? Yeah, because it's a lot of left field. And Guy mm. Ritchie's weird, dude. Like he's weird. I like the guy, but he makes weird choices. Maybe sometimes. it's just gonna be like an action shoot 'em up movie. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> like Aladdin's gonna be driving freaking getaway cars, and the genie's gonna be pulling heists, dude. I'm telling you, Jasmine's gonna be working the fucking Tommy gun. You know, Tommy gun. What is this? 1938, say? No, uh, I, see, I see more of a Scarface sort of a setup. Hey, standing yeah. over a giant pile of, well, like Disney wouldn't use cocaine in live action, would they? No, but they would have some sort of metaphor. I wonder who's going to be the voice of the tiger. You know, like uh, Raja. Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. There's a metaphor there. Who, uh, uh, I wonder who's going to be the voice of Raja, the tiger. I'm just curious. I always enjoyed that character. Th- those, I, those were all the names. He didn't really talk though. He just he made uh, gestures as if to like body language gestures, or we could understand the tiger. We're like that tiger's thinking like a person. Yeah, they'll have they'll have like a, a Shere Khan from uh, or Jungle Book. It will be actually Shere Khan. Probably copy and like, paste. It's an Easter egg, yo. <laughs> That's right. For those who saw the Jungle Book, awesome. Actually, we just saved seven thousand dollars by using the uh, cut <laughs> yeah. and paste method. So yeah, okay. So you you uh, have turned me on to some information I did not know. That's what I'm here for. I will now turn you on to some information I would wager you did not know because it is probably. Not very important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now I'm going to share it. Does a little. have anything to do with Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather? No, but okay. you don't want to hear my thoughts on that whole okay. thing. I don't know about that. I think it's all a giant publicity stunt. And I just, uh, I don't know. I don't like it. $100 if you want to watch it in HD. 99 if, uh, or 89 if you can go with standard definition. Yeah, well, uh, you know... He, he, it's going to be a standard boxing match unless Conor McGregor can catch him. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to be able to. I don't think so. He's pretty fast. Talking about the... But he, it's been, a, what, a year or two? Now, I'll bet you don't know this. Hmm. There was a guy, uh, the video he posted, he is from London, and he posted a video. Uh, I saw it on the the uni lad or whatever, that's a British Facebook page, of a guy that basically snuck his way right backstage and walked out with Conor McGregor. And it's a whole process. And he got to do 
everything. And he narrates his video. He's like, yeah, I got this. I looked up what the press passes were like. I got this. I bought a laminating machine. I bought a photo printer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then he printed out a fake thing. He laminated it. He put it around his neck, like, attention to detail. And he's like, oh, hey, there's Dana White. And then he's like, bing. And then he keeps walking on. And then he's, like, talking about some other stuff as he's actually made his way backstage. Did he have a hidden camera or just his phone? It was, like, a hidden camera. Oh, nice. Uh, maybe it was his phone. I'm not sure. Uh, it might have been like his phone. like he's got money if he's just buying a fucking laminating machine. No, he said that. Uh, they weren't that expensive. No, he said it was. And he kind of went in the hole for it. But it was very worth it. Mm-hmm. Because of the experience that he got to do, because he was like, there was four things I wanted to do, and it was like ridiculously hard things, and uh, it, it's it's the video is worth a watch. Yeah, I might uh, check that out. It's, yeah. it's it's like six minutes long, and he accomplishes it. It's him standing like three dudes over from Conor McGregor as he's about to walk out to the ring, and he walks out, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's quite interesting. Uh, and he's like, oh, wait, there's Dana White again. Bing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so anyways, I promised you something that you probably have not known. It's a little bit of toilet humor, so to speak, but it is an actual product. You place this on your toilet, and this way when you lift or close the lid, it makes Zelda sound effects. It's like da-da-da-da. when like you lift it up, like when you get the sword mm-hmm. and like lift up the sword. I don't know what the sound is for when you drop a deuce in there, but uh, I would be curious to at least find out. Um, <laughs> I have no interest, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I'll bet you didn't know that. Uh, no, no, I did not know that, See? but I have no interest to find out what the other well, sound is. Well, sometimes you just find the stuff out like that. I, that's I didn't, true. I did it not did not happen that, to cross my path. I, I did not seek that out, yet I did find it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, interesting. Maybe that would make going to the bathroom more fun if it felt like Zelda. Nope. You know? Nope, it would be weird. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Because I don't generally shit when I play video games. Well, no, you don't have to play it. You know, it's just a little... I know, but it would remind me of it, so I'd be like, that's weird. Yeah, well, I would be like, Zelda! And then I would go about my business. Mm-hmm. However, I do think it. Would, I, I do think just it would like be, a throw fist yeah, in there. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. yes. Uh, but I do. Th- I would also fake grabbing a sword and lifting it up in the air. Yeah, and, uh, but don't do the Mary Tyler Moore leap because no. that might turn out bad. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. No, you don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, I think it would also get annoying after a few times, maybe. Like it would, the novelty would wear off relatively quickly uh, yeah. when you'd be like, "All right, thing, shut up." That goes in <laughs> the guest bathroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's also triangle. It's also shaped like a triangle for the Triforce. I'm kidding. It's not. Don't you wouldn't. That would not go. Well, I mean, well. it could, but theoretically, it could, but that yeah. would not be very stable. Take some work. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Copyright patent pending. <laughs> We're going to come up with the first triangle toilet seat. It's carbon fiber toilet. That's right. And you'll be able to play any video game sound you want. Like, it, oh, it, program it? Yeah, it'll be like Super Mario mushroom sound. Or is it like Google Alexa and it listens to you and you could be like, Toilet today, I want you to play the sounds from Gears of War. <laughs> Maybe it will. See what I'm saying? We live in a wild age now, we dude. Do. We can we do, do some crazy shit. There was something, uh, what happened recently? Somebody at some events had told... I think it's a commercial, and like because of all the Google commercials, oh yeah, like the Google things in the homes are buying yeah, mine, things. Yeah, yeah, mine didn't buy nothing, but it's turned on a couple of times. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, there have since been a fix to where it is now programmed to the specific sound of your voice. You have to do oh. like a voice 
Oh, print ID. Yeah, and you do you say it like three times until it gets it exactly. I'd right say to it like three, voice. completely four or five, completely. Yeah, different it ways. would be like does not compute. You just bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can hack your system. Yeah, six thousand uh, dollars for a car that you didn't want or know that you had. Yeah, it just I'd shows up at your house. I'd be satisfied with it, not like recognizing my TV. Like other people in the home, I'd be okay with, but me specifically. Yeah. I don't want to go through all that work. Well, I have, I'm the one that has to talk to it every time. It's true. Yeah. You would have to talk to it mm. every time. I mean, I guess, you know, I think you would. I don't know if you can, like, have So like, now a you have to have speaker. two. You have to have one for, yeah. like, one for you and your spouse or yeah. significant other or kids or whatever. Kids don't get those things. Though. Yeah. Maybe we could integrate that into the toilet seat as well. The Just the vocal commands. Like, Hey, uh, toilet seat, uh, no. send over an email to to J Rod that I want to talk about Zelda effects this evening. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like cool, kind of like that Why Him movie. I don't know if you ever saw that. Worth seeing. Uh, yeah. It's the Brian Cranston, James mm-hmm. Franco. I mean, it's you know what you're getting into. But yeah, I had yeah, some yeah. laughs uh, Again, watching that. Fun. Yeah, um, but no. Um, on the on the real though, uh, there the Emmy nominations came out this week. And I have a a slight bone to pick, uh, a grudge, uh, you know, a chip on my shoulder, if it were. You're always so angry. No, no. Uh, oh, okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, don't you ever say? <laughs> don't you ever talk about that? No, uh, I'm just I'm I'm bothered because I I have talked about it a lot on this uh, very show that um, uh, Better Call Saul. That Michael McKeon was doing phenomenal work, as was Bob Odenkirk. Mm, mm-hmm. As was Bob Odenkirk. So, Emmy nominations come out. Bob Odenkirk is on. Michael McKeon? Nope. That was that's well, it's probably because of his like publicist or whatever, but I did see a few articles about him in Better Call Saul in the recent weeks and I I guess now in retrospect it makes sense that there was probably a publicist push but there was one article that says why Michael McKeon is the best actor on television right now. Oh yeah. And the motherfucker did not get an Emmy nomination mm-hmm. and he was brilliant, sir. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm I angry. Doubt, I don't doubt it for a second. I, I'm angry. I, I've seen uh, the first 3, I think. I, this is the first I'm not This was the third season. Yeah, so I've seen the first 2. Yeah. Um, so I know how good he is. Oh, he gets better. I'm sure he does. He gets shittier. Like I'm in sure the press, the character. Yeah. You're like, Whoa, Well, I, I know he does because of the way you... Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all with how they were taking the shows. So. But there's also layers to his character now uh, that you'll find out when you watch season three. And yeah, you, but that's kind of like the whole point of Better Call Saul. And I'm not, I'm, of course it's great. I'm not trying to dissuade it or anything, but I mean, like, it all coalesces around him. Like, you find out layers, and even the new characters have layers, and now the old characters are getting layers. I think it just came down to, like, a vote. It's like, okay, uh, Fred, yay or nay, on Jonathan Banks. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Mike, great character. Gotta give him the nomination. Yay or nay on Saul, Bob Odenkirk. Well, of course. What are you, are you crazy? Man. All right. Yay or nay on Michael McKeon. Nah, that motherfucker pissed in my Cheerios 28 years ago, and he can go out and fuck off. Yeah, and you're probably not that far I, off. I know. From I'm saying. Exactly. I wonder who's in the committee, and he very well might have. Or because, what he did. He was in a yeah. He was in a group of pretty rowdy dudes back it, in the day. He was, and people did not all take to Spinal Tap like they do nowadays. Like, when yeah. they did Spinal Tap, they, they were like, you lied to us. 
Yeah. What? You lied to us in the name of comedy? That is outrageous. So this music is not real? No, it is. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And now it's like, that's brilliant. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, to have a whole <laughs> conversation about a mockumentary. Yeah, be like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point of what we were doing. Uh, yeah. But it took a while for that to catch on for some folks. And some folks did not like the fact when yeah, they found out. similar to the Blair Witch several years later. Yeah, the, yeah, the 90s attempt to cash they in did on it that old chestnut. Movies. Well, it was also the genre, you know. Well, yeah. Stupid Blair Witch Project and its stupid sequel that came out last yeah, year. Yeah, the sequel stupid. was stupid. I really liked the first one, actually. Yeah, but no, I, the again, first one was, it was uh, fun. It was, well, I don't know how fun your definition of fun is, but I don't like going out in the woods and getting all that stuff happening. So oh, I, do yeah, not, yeah. I do not That's classify true. that as fun. But I know that you like to go in woods. I've seen you in woods. That's true. That's true. No, I, I like horror movies too. That's really I, the, I do enjoy the, the I do enjoy the horror movies. They're, yeah, they're quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for the perfect horror movie. Not much for me beats The Shining. I really like that Shining. Cabin yeah. in the Woods. Uh, that was going to be that, my that's, off the top of the head. Yeah, that's probably yeah. that's my go to. That and The Shining. I like them both. Yeah. Speaking of The Shining, they're getting pops of their own. Um, which is kind of neat. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's I want them. Exactly. I that, want them all. I'm sure you do. There's even a chase, and I'm going to get it. Oh, yeah. If there's a Lloyd, I might, I might want a Lloyd. No Lloyd, but there's frozen Jack Torrance with an axe. It's pretty badass. That's all right. Yeah, I like it. He's blue because mm. he's froze, you know. Mm. But anyways, he's not Emmy nominated. Do you have the list, good sir? I do. Yes. All right. Let's let's power through these, and I shall give you my thoughts on whether they deserve it or not. Yeah, and it's the Emmys, and there's a lot of them. So I'm gonna yeah, we're do... not gonna. I mean, hit the main ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the yeah, but even there's like a lot of main. They do a like a seven hour show out of the main. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's like, like three. Hours. It's like three and a half. Yeah, that's true. Maybe okay. Four. So let's get to it. A drama series, Better Call Saul, The mm. Crown. Yeah. Uh, Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. House of Cards, Stranger Things, Neat. This is Us, Westworld. Well represented. Almost every major network has a show in there. Netflix um, has three. Yeah, and NBC is the only traditional network to still. Uh, traditional being the uh, the big ma- three, yeah, four, mm-hmm, the broadcast yeah, networks: Fox, yeah. NBC, ABC, and mm-hmm. CBS. Uh, okay. So I would love, obviously, to see Better Call Saul win. Um, Handmaid's I'm, Tale's got a good shot, I've from not, what I hear. I've not seen The Crown uh, on Netflix. I have Netflix, but I don't. I, cho- I choose not to watch. I just watched uh, Ari Shafir's new special. That oh, yeah, was it out. good? It was really good. Yeah, Netflix to told me about it. I was like, ooh, but no, yeah. I didn't get to There's, it. It's actually two of them, so don't get fooled. It's like one of them's 40 and the other one's 35 or 40. Ah. The Handmaid's Tale, uh, if many of you Handmaid's Tale, had many questions or a question like my wife when she saw the nominee. She's like, the fuck is the Handmaid's Tale? It's a show on Hulu um, about Amish women, is it? No, from what I understand, it's actually post-apocalyptic. Oh, okay. See, I, I'm, I don't have the Hulu. I've not since the uh, the JFK show. Yeah, and there's only some women that are fertile. 
Ah, yes. And so these women are the handmaids who have the babies for the rich families. I hear it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, that's, in a good way. That's like, what I hear. It's supposed to be pretty good. Like, like I've thought of, about getting a month just to check it out. Yeah. It's not like scary or anything, but kind of like American Horror Story where there's like crazy shit that yeah, happens. It's a little, like, little bit of Walking Dead, but again, not horror story, but it kind of is because I guess it's set in the future. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about it. Uh, better call Saul, of course, AMC, and uh, my pick to win. And which one am I missing? Oh, sorry, uh, I got to get back to it. Uh, the other one is HBO Westworld. Ah, yes, Westworld. No Game of Thrones. No, yet mm-hmm. at least. Maybe they put it in a weird category, but uh, maybe Westworld mm-hmm. was great, dude. I, I honestly think Westworld's going to take that. Mm. But I would love to see Better Call Saul win. But that's just the little man here. Um, we lo- we love Better Call Saul because of what who we are. But yeah. I don't know. We got heritage. Yeah, I'm just saying that I think there's a whole lot of Westward World fans there Mm -hmm. that uh, are going to be like, uh, we need this. And it's hard to argue. Westworld's first season was brilliant. And it was brilliant. I mean, from the music to Mm -hmm. the characters to the acting to the everything. It It made a big splash. Yeah, and I think that it'll be rewarded for it. Uh, What's next? Uh, Comedy, Atlanta, Blackish, Master of None, uh, Modern Family, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Veep. Okay, I'm going to cut this short. First off, I think that Silicon Valley Season 4, which is the one that they would be nominated for next year, I think that's been their best season, so I do not see them winning the Amy this year. They might. Season 3 was pretty good, but Season 4 kicked it up. Like, Mm -hmm. you could tell Season 4 was really good. Uh, What was the first one you said? Atlanta, Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. That's going to win, I'm pretty sure. Mm, It swept at the Golden Globes for every award it was nominated for. And I think Donald Glover is going to win for Best Actor as well. I think that Atlanta is going to be Atlanta. But I need to make mention that Modern Family has been there every single year and won for like the first four years straight. So maybe even five. Yeah. So never count them out because they they do great progressive work over there. They don't ever... Get lazy with their seasons. I'm yeah. a big fan of Modern Un- Family, and they always find, at least in a couple of episodes, a way to push the envelope. Like the season they did the all tech episode oh, that was through, yeah. mm-hmm. that was never a traditional camera it on. It was them. an iPad or iPhone screen yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Which well, was, it was a screen, and all the other screens would pop up yeah, on it. Yeah, which I thought was brilliant. Uh, yeah. What a cool way to tell a story. Uh, but never count out Blackish. It, it cleaned up uh, for its first year. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, they do next drama actress Viola Davis, Claire Foy, Elizabeth Moss, Carrie Russell, Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, that's the lady from Westworld and mm-hmm. Robin Wright. And it's going to be neat that everybody's going to be like, oh, cool, you showed up. It's too bad you did this the same year that they got Viola fucking Davis on TV. Because <laughs> when they have Viola fucking Davis, Academy Award winning actress Viola fucking Davis, she's going to win. You know why? She doesn't win. She's going to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, and she will take her money with yeah, her. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm joking a little bit, but yeah. I mean, she is by far like she. You often people joke, oh yeah, Gary Sinise is slumming it on TV doing the CSI. Gary Sinise, like, well, fuck you, I'm making a ton of money. Like, no, like she is legitimately slumming it on television with her talents. Like, yeah. seriously, she is. 
I don't want to say above you all, but she kind of is and has the award to show you all. Yeah, so. but she's also kind of been doing that a little bit. Yeah. No, well, not, not Viola Davis. Octavia Spencer, I think, has made some questionable she choices has. here recently. Yeah, Octavia Spencer, yeah. yes. Uh, also uh, known as the prostitute in Bad Santa that uh, <laughs> yeah. Willie uh, engages in some uh, oh, bum so foolery. She's so good in that. Yeah. Bum foolery. <laughs> yeah, bum foolery. All right. Oh, uh, uh, Willie, last time I didn't shit right for a week. <laughs> so is that your ba- is that your call, Viola Davis? Yeah. Okay. I, I, it was almost, I was going to be respectful to the other actresses, but it could have been like, cool, stop, there's your winner, as soon as you said it. Yeah. And yeah. I think she's won the previous two seasons, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, you know, you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know, that... That Westwood girl, so good. Yeah, she is. And if anybody could do it, it would be the Westworld. Yeah. Because that whole series was great. It could end up fucking sweeping. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. I don't think it will, but it could. Yeah. And I know it's going to clean up on the tech shit that we're not going to talk about on this show. Yeah. Until well, we will, but n- we won't televise it and we'll dress in Texas because yeah. we're not farmers. Exactly. Uh, dra- right. drama, six. <laughs> drama actor Sterling K. Brown, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Bob Odenkirk... Matthew Reese, Leah Schreiber. Uh, <laughs> I always giggle when I say his name. Sorry. Uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, Milo Ven- Ventimiglia. Sure, great. Mm-hmm. Two of those are from a freshman show, This Is Us, which I do not yep, watch. The first and the last. Because I do not like sad shit. And when my wife watches this show, she's just bawling the whole fucking time. She is <laughs> letting the waterworks loose. And that's okay. I don't like shows like that. But I understand that people do, and I understand that shows like that can make a deep emotional connection. The closest I ever got was Parenthood, and even then I'm like, motherfucker, making it dusty in here, Drink can't even see straight because all the dust coming down. Yeah, if it happens <laughs> like once in a series, you're yeah. okay with it. But yeah, but if- this was like progressively like, oh, we're going to fuck with your waterworks. Uh, and that's what this whole series is about. Every episode, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it was so sad. Make I'm like, sure you're hydrated. I'm like, oh, my oh my God, why are you watching then? If it's so sad, she's like, but it's so good. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm sure it's excellent, but it's not my type of show. Yeah. I'm not into the sad stuff. I don't watch Old Yeller. I'm grown. I, I didn't like it when I was young. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the shit again. I know what happens, <laughs> okay? I don't need to put my brain through that. But uh, I, I, there's just uh, that's what this show is. I don't know what it's about even. I just know they make people cry all the time. So it's like I think it's like people that are like struggling to get by in life, and life just hands them problems. I'm like, I got that in real life. Like, <laughs> like I got. Life. I do not need to yeah, be reminded. Life hands me problems, and I get it. Like I don't need to watch it on the TV that I'm paying for to be reminded <laughs> of my fucking problems that I'm having. And she's like, Oh, but it's so good. And then you think maybe you do have it good because these people got it bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't want to. But I understand that you like it, and that's awesome. And I also think that that Sterling K. Brown guy, he, he did the the People vs. O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna win. Oh yeah. I really do. And I've I've not seen his work in that, but I know he's an exemplary actor, and he's really burst on the scene with the the People vs. O.J. 
because uh, he was great in that one. So uh, you're making the call without actually looking at the cards. Yeah, I am okay. because of just how much I've heard from not just my wife either, from mm. lots of ladies. I've not found a guy that watches that show yet. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know anything now, about I, it. Actually. I know that there. I know that they exist, and I'm sure that people probably watch it together as like a couple or something. But I have only talked to women who watch it. Um, and they so and they all say the same thing. They're like, "Oh, you better have a box of that, tissues if you want to get through yeah, that." I'm that like, that is the only, um, like I said, traditional network. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I I, I don't think so in this yeah. case because uh, NBC really knocked it out of the park with that dude. Mm -hmm. It got huge, huge ratings, and uh, it was like they got renewed after week two. New oh, nice. new network show. Full yeah, we're gonna take a full order of that, and we're gonna sign you for next season. You're good. They're like, cool. <laughs> we will do that then. Uh, thank Just you. Just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the money. We will make sure that they cry. <laughs> and now, from what I understand, they do. So that's what I think. Next category. But let it be said, I want fucking Bob Odenkirk to win. Mm. And if he does win, uh, I'm going to do something. Well, I do think it goes without saying. But next is comedy actor Anthony Anderson, Aziz Ansari, Zach Galifianakis, Donald Glover, wow. William H. Macy, Jeffrey Tambor. Wow, Don or, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Now, I've seen Baskets. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's Louis and, Anderson and plays and his I, mom. I, I don't mm -hmm. mind that. And I like Zach Galifianakis. I get his kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, how is this show still on? <laughs> it's fucking bizarre uh and I, louis anderson was the best part and he won the emmy last well, year yeah it's fx too so yeah uh so uh in that category it's man it's really hard to say give me the rundown quickly one more time I'll anthony move. anderson aziz anzari zach galifianakis donald glover william okay. h macy yeah. jeffrey tambor it's gonna be this jeffrey tambor has won twice previously and he yeah. very well could win again that's not who i think is gonna win i think it's gonna be donald glover from atlanta and if it's not him it's going to be, oh, I just lost it. What was the third show you said? Aziz Ansari, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson, first guy you said, for the Blackish. Yeah. Because the girl won for Blackish last year, and he didn't. And he upped his game this year, and he was better than he was in the season before and when he was nominated. So I think he could dark horse right up in there. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, comedy actress Pamela Alden. Uh, better things, which we haven't talked about yet. I don't know that. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Blackish. Um, yep. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Grace and Frankie, which is pretty good. I've not seen that, but I've heard that. Yeah, it's... Lady Friends started watching it. I caught a couple episodes. It's, it's pretty uh, good. It's, it's pretty uh, good. Leah, Leah Tom, or Lily Tomlin and, and Jane, Fonda uh, Jane Fonda and Martin um, Sheen. Martin and, Sheen? Yeah. And he plays one really? of the husbands. Yeah. And uh, the guy from Law and Order for all those years. The. <laughs> Yeah, the he's got the gray hair. Um, yeah. Can't remember his real name right. off the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. Uh, there's uh, where was I? There's uh, Allison Janney. Uh, oh, I like Allison Janney. Uh, Ella Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Uh, Unbreakable Schmidt. Yes. Julia Louise Dreyfus. I think. Listen, uh, I love Julia Louis Dreyfus. I think she's great, and she has won every year that she's been on for Veep, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I think she's gonna win again. I don't watch Veep, which is really weird because I like shit about presidential stuff. Yeah, I don't know. They nominated both the ladies from Grace and Frankie, so I th they've been nominated before. That's they true. They were nominated last year. That's true, and but it'd be before. it's just so weird because 
They're both nominated. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think if it, I think I think that Tracy Ellis Ross actually she did win last year, mm, so she's yeah. defending, and it could be easily her too. That's a, that's a tough category to call. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, this will probably be the last li- last one we do. Big Little Lies. I'm oh, sorry, limited series. Yeah. Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, uh, the Bet and Joan thing. We're gonna want the actors nominated for these. Okay, cause they're pretty big. Oh sure, sure. Um, the Night of and Genius. Now this is crazy, and we're not going to hear all of them on there. But I watched the feud, Bet and Joan, mm-hmm. and I gave the first review a good episode. Well, you and, watched Fargo, and and I well, of course I watched Fargo, but this is not what I'm saying about. Oh, sorry, you know, I love Fargo. Guess what? I I did not love mm-hmm. the uh, well, feud. Yeah, the feud between Bet and Joan. I didn't hate it at all. It was a fine show, done very well, especially from an acting standpoint. It got a lot of press, though. Yeah, recreating new or recreating old stuff. It did have great press. It was promoted well. It's done by very famous people. Uh, Ryan Murphy, you know, did that, which is the American mm-hmm. Horror Story, and of course the OJ guys and all that. So, like, it, it was good, okay, but it was not on the level as the other things that it's up against. That big little lies, I thought was great. Uh, your lady friend likes the Big Little Lies. She does, mm-hmm. which was great. All, a lot of those actresses were nominated, um, so it would not surprise me to see uh, Big Little Lies take it. But then again, so's the Night of. So yeah, and you that, called that way back when it I, aired. Yeah, I was like Emmy nominations are happening. I, it's gonna win. So we'll see. But uh, the Night of, fucking unbelievable. Uh, as is Fargo, but not on the level as. Uh, the or the big little lies or the feud uh no the i just lost my train of thought the uh you're talking about the limited series the feud the night of yeah the night of that's what it is yeah night of took me a second um all right sorry i have to click back over see what happens when i don't have notes i just float yeah i'm like what what was the name of that's right i'm here to bring you back down every time i bring you right down (laughs) that's right um okay sorry the scrolling is acting a little slow give me a second a limited series actor riz ahmed from the night of uh, benedict cumberbatch for the sherlock robert de niro for the wizard of lies ewan mcgregor jeffrey rush and john Turturro. see what i'm saying stacked stacked those are those are big names john Turturro has to win am i right am i right or am i right or am I right? You're pretty right. Or am I right? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're pretty I mean, right. You've seen Robert De Niro. I've seen a picture of Robert De Niro. No, he didn't deserve to win this. I like the the film itself, but I didn't. I didn't think he was. But you didn't. You liked it, but you didn't like it. No, I, I think. It, yeah, I see what you're saying because it was, I did say it was like two different kind of movies. Yeah. But um, I still liked it. Yeah, but know, barely. I, no, I I won't it watch the, it again for a while. It was in the '60s. What you. you said it was in the '60s for you. Yeah, that's true, but you know, and I didn't said, hate it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Because when you say I didn't like it, people think you mean you hated it. Yeah, no, that's not always true. Yeah. Either. All right. Uh, limited series actress Carrie Coon, Felicity Huffman, uh, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Lang, Susan Sarandon, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. So there could be a feud between Jessica Lang and perhaps uh, Susan Sarandon, as those were the two actresses who played the feud actresses. A few moments later. All right, and we are back for the review. See, uh, that was on a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday. It's kind of crazy, but it wasn't the same Tuesday. Christened so like, on a Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Solomon Grundy? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Uh, Christened on a Tuesday? Yeah, does a whole bunch of things. Married on a week. Wednesday? Yeah. He, he lives quite the life in a week. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a mayfly, but that's only right. in like 
a week. And he never dies. He, that's right. Well, how about that? And he can beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Solomon Grundy don't mess around. Uh, neither does the War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, I will say this. It is a very well put together trilogy. Um, the first movie uh, is really good, obviously, with James Franco and Mr. John Lithgow, who makes everything better. Uh, oh, yeah. Everything. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a good movie, as is, where we see uh, the start and the rise of Caesar. Uh, it was good uh, then, and we were like, whoa, yeah, this new apes has got it going on. Then it kicked it up next level for the dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which was really, really good. When I saw that yeah. in the theater, I was like, oh! I enjoyed that one. Reviewed here somewhere. That's down, right. Down yeah, on your list. That's right. If you go way down, uh, yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, we reviewed that one in, uh, very well. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, quite well. Um, and then the new one came out, and I, at first I thought it was living up to the impossible task because the last one was so good, it would really need to up its game to be better. And I don't necessarily know if it was better, but it was just on par with it. Um, I think there's some things I liked about part two and then some things I really liked about part three. So, uh, you know, it's part three is really good. So my, 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 my logic here is if you like part one and you really like part two, then you're going to really like part three uh, as well as it is a really great and full end of the Caesar rise of the apes story that is meant to be a start and stopped trilogy. Yeah. Uh, at least for this director. You're supposed to watch them together. Yeah. I think uh, that's absolutely true. I, you know, I felt it moved a little slow, but um, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there's actually very little dialogue in the movie. Yeah, there, yeah, that's the one thing, too. Um, when I was leaving the theater, I was like, ooh, the people that don't like not a lot of talking in their movies, there was well, not a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably at least. I won't say half, but like close to half of that movie yeah. uh, and, until Woody Harrelson shows up. There was not a lot of speaking. Yeah, uh, and a lot of it is sign language as well. Yeah, and, so you're you're reading and seeing the sign language, and you'll hear the occasional word like uh, "war," "good," "bad," yeah. you know, stuff like that. But uh, you know, not not a lot of full conversations yeah, like yeah. like we're having right here. They're not. They're not is that what that. we're doing? They're not doing that in the in the Apes movie. And if they are, they're leaving out a bunch of it on the on the subtitles. So, but lots of action, uh, incredible CGI. I mean, the CGI just gets better with time. If they don't figure out a way to give Andy Serkis his Oscar for the advancement of motion capture work, then I will continue to just be as surly as hell because <laughs> I think it's absolutely ridiculous that he has turned in mesmerizingly good work as both an actor and a motion cap uh, pioneer mm -hmm. because nobody's really done the shit that he has to that extent before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, man, he's really good, you know? Yeah, I absolutely do, and you're right. I'm very excited to see his work in Black Panther coming up here yeah, soon as well. That's right. Um, um, with uh, Martin Freeman, little weird uh, Lord of the Rings tie-in there, by the way. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, um, uh, but that's an aside. Uh, you know, I think um, the the real uh, achievement, I guess, of this movie is how well it does, like you said earlier, tie into all the other movies. There, it's more like kind of like a Star Wars saga where together they make a better movie than they do on their Singularly. individual basis. Yeah. So really the best way to put it is if you really like the first one or if you like the first one and really like the second one, you're really going to like the third one. I can pretty much guarantee you that. 
uh, as a technical. Hey, that's a pretty good guarantee, though. Yeah, it really is, uh, and it'll hold up. Uh, I, I I swear, I swear, I forswear. <laughs> uh, it, I, it I generally agree too. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, I would say it's going to sweep the technical awards in the Oscars, but after this week, I don't think it will. After what I what I've just witnessed. Um, oh yeah. In theaters mm-hmm. now, this is like a little surprise for you all. <laughs> but in the recording, uh, oh by the way, the Apes gets a nine out of ten from me. It's a ninety three percenter. I'm uh, going seven. But, you know. Yeah, I, I do. We all do. No, I'm just kidding. J-Rod always a little more uh, honest than Well, I than got I. It. It's not like we were talking about. It's not a standalone movie, really. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it is really good. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so while we opened up the show with that new message for you all, um, while we were going in and adding this recording, we were finding out we're still having the same issue so um we are going to have this show here for you and we are going to be working on a solution to get us back on regular schedule for uh next monday coming up that said you guys are going to get a bonus review uh on here uh it's going to be a review for dunkirk that's right uh instead of doing a whole show about dunkirk we're going to rename this podcast i'm going to put that just our second wayne's world reference i think it kind of was yeah limping along yeah here that we and uh uh, so we're going to just tag Dunkirk on with this, and we'll call it Duncast, I think, because oh, right. you know our original intentions were to have it, its own show, and we were going to call it Podkirk, but uh, we're just going to go with this because we're going to add it on to this. So um, Dunkirk, I made a little comment. If Christopher Nolan makes a movie, the world stops and goes to see it. Uh, Generally, yeah. And that's kind of what happened here. Uh it brought the people out, and for a war movie, it brought the thunder uh, this weekend, cash wise too, uh, to the tune of like sixty or fifty-five, fifty-six million dollars, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the last number I saw, not completely updated, but still, uh, that's great. And there's a lot of people going, you know, uh, to out to see this. And I don't know if everybody knows what to expect. It's not your typical Chris Nolan film, but it is. Uh, it is and it isn't in a, in a lot of ways, but it is see possibly, what you mean, though, yeah. possibly one of the best filmed movies I've ever seen. Um, I've not, I've only seen it once, and I haven't had enough time to let it process to where it actually falls on my all-time list. But I just oh. remember thinking to myself when I was watching it, how the fuck is he filming this for a guy that's known for not using a lot of CGI? I don't think there's any. I think I don't think there is either. I nope. think that he built giant friggin' things that lifted the boat to be in ways that it was like it was sinking because uh, they oh, were. Oh yeah, well, they pioneered all that back in Titanic too. They yeah, because like this this just it felt different. They'll man. build pieces of the boat. They they'll build the room and sink the room inside the water tank. You know. Uh, so the, the, they won't be filming on the boat. They might have been. I don't know. But there some, some of these boats are still around, though. They could have bought the fucking boat yeah. and sank it. <laughs> I mean, shit. It's It looks so yeah. real, and it's so lifelike. No, they you, pulled out all the stops. They used real Spitfire yeah. airplanes. Uh, you just have to go, how the fuck do you film that? And that's why I say kudos to the apes. Because, yeah, mocap, cool. But I have not seen too many movies that have technically blown me the fuck away. Yeah. Like I saw in Duncast, or Dunk, Duncast, <laughs> Dunkirk. Because, uh, damn, uh, it's just 
There is no better director of the modern-day blockbuster film than Christopher Nolan. He is a master uh, at filming these type of movies. Yeah, and what a unique style to, to film a war movie in as well. I'm saying. It's, it's the, such a unique yeah, war movie. I, can't, I don't even want to get into how he did it, but mm-hmm. the way he did it and then the way that it all just works itself out because you're at first you'll be going, oh, huh, hey, oh, I see, oh, he is a master. Yeah, I had a pretty good idea because, I mean, they, there's that big clue at the beginning. Right? Yeah. And so I had a pretty good idea um, what was going to happen, but there was a moment when uh, it all converged. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, oh, that was when. And then he's, oh, I see. Uh-huh. And then you, your and, suspicions yes. are confirmed, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's amazing on every level. I mean, he is such good of a filmmaker that he can cast – I mean, probably really good friends with the guy, but he can cast Tom Hardy. Only people going to know who that it's even Tom Hardy or the diehard fans are like, I know those eyes. I know those eyes. Well, I've there seen was that the bit at the end, before. but even then, I don't think but most you don't people. Even, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you don't even see Tom Hardy until the end of the movie. Well, one of his most famous roles, he had a mask on the whole time. He so did. Most but people aren't really like, oh, that's that guy. I know a lot of people that were like, I had no clue that was Tom Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how could you not know that? But then again, I go, I'm a super fan. He's my favorite fucking actor working yeah. right now. So, of course, well, I'm going to know. He's got such a distinct, like, lower portion of his face with the lips and the nose and he, yeah, he, all that and, stuff. Well, when, even, he, when he took that off, I was like, oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but he's there. I mean, he's one of the, the best at working actors, and they completely covered him up for the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah. But he was awesome uh, in that movie. Uh as was everybody who did it. I really liked Mark Rylance. I was like, holy cow, I fucking love this guy. Mm -hmm. And you go, who's that? It's the guy that nobody ever thought would win the Best Supporting Actor role that beat Stallone for The Bridge of Spies. Mm -hmm. And now that Mm -hmm. I've seen both roles, while I wanted Stallone to win, uh, I I understand now that guy just has something about him that I just really like. There's a calmness to him. Uh, and I just, I really like him. Uh, I, I feel, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be nominated for another Oscar for this movie here. And I think on a technical level, I think it's going to sweep them all. Oh, really? All. It's going to sweep them. That's what I think. That's what I think. And I'm going to stick to it. Probably not CGI. It's the first, no, no, no. (laughs) It's the first slam dunk bona fide Oscar movie I've seen this year, though, outside of the early part of the year when it was Oscar season. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Since the new new Oscar season. And it's not meant to be a kickoff. He's just a summer movie guy that happened to put out a movie that's going to win a lot of Oscars. Um, I have no doubt about it. Yeah, it's so interesting. Again, another movie without much dialogue in it, actually. Didn't need to be. And most of the time, my jaw was just left agape. Because yeah. I was watching what I was seeing in horror. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, there was a couple. Um, there was one time when uh, the captains or officers are talking out on the pier when the guys are hiding below towards the beginning of the movie, um, when they first when they first got there with the stretcher. Um, I was like, what? It seemed a little weird because I don't know why they climbed down, except for any other for any other reason than to hear that conversation that happened above mm. uh, at that moment. Other than that, I was completely enthralled, and that is a very minor gripe, and that's why it took me oh, so yeah. long to fucking explain it. What uh, What I really want to make sure that I nail about this movie is some some people. Uh, now, this movie. This is, as I know personally, people that this has triggered their PTSD. So if you, 
uh, have that, or if you are a former military goer and loud noises set it off, don't see this in the theater because the soundtrack of this movie yeah. is designed to be so loud it puts you off as an audience member. Well, not only... I'm sorry well, to no, interrupt you. I'm just saying, as an audience member, there's a reason why it's not the guy turned it up extra loud. It's designed to be extra loud to make you uncomfortable with the loudness coming at you yeah. to simulate what it would be like in the very minorest form of war when you're ensconced in sounds that you don't want to keep hearing, but they're loud and they're right the fuck on yeah, top well, of you. Yeah, well, you could teach a college-level course on the sound in this movie. And you that really could. And that ain't no bullshit. But, like, I think more than just the loudness of the things, particularly with triggering the PTSD, is the sound. The, one of the first things I noticed, especially in the air battles, the sound of the guns were... It's accurate. Very accurate and not movied up. Yeah, he did that in Interstellar too with the he, outer space shit mm-hmm, he yeah, did he made, um, it, he made it sound like it would sound the the other part of it is too there is no soundtrack per se no but mem- we talked a long time ago about they showed that five minutes at dunkirk yeah. before whatever oh, yeah. movie that was that's and there right. was a ticking clock oh yeah and we were like oh i wonder if that's just goes until the you know the carnage starts at the beach or whatever no that thing happens through the whole goddamn movie that's right in one form or another sometimes it's the violins doing that's, it sometimes it's actually a fucking ticking clock that's what set my friend off yeah mm-hmm. and and he he was like that's his only his, his gripe was he was like the dog fights are awesome everything was awesome but that soundtrack really messed with me and i hated the ticking so i mean it, it's it, it can be really a big deal for some so just I mean, it's a small warning. This obviously is not going to apply to everyone, but it's not just my friend that this happened to. It is other people who uh, I've read about. Just that, the creeping and the ticking and the the loudness of it all. Yeah, and it has the pace of a battle, too, because, uh, you know, a lot of people sitting at home think uh, a war battle is like nonstop shooting and bombing. Yeah. And there's moments of peace. There's oh, yeah. moments of... of recollect, you recollect, you... you yeah, regrouping and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so it really does create that pace. It's boom, boom, crazy, 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 and then nothing really happens yeah. for a little while. And then it's crazy, and yeah. then nothing really happens for a while. Yeah, and he does. While this movie is overwhelmingly emotional to the point to where you're almost kind of numb to what you're seeing, he finds one little story that's in there that really tugs at the heartstrings. Oh yeah, and that's a, it's unexpected. I I'm pretty sure it's real, but I don't know. But every I don't, oh, like a real story? Yeah, I don't I don't know because mm. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wish I could be like, hey, yo, Christopher Nolan was the blah blah blah. Was that was that real? Mm-hmm. Or was that just you put it into the inspired by real events of the battle of this? Right. You know, I want to know. So, uh, it, well, you got to have a human element. That's what I'm. That's what, yeah. That was my whole point. So I right see. There, I see why is, you might be. Yeah. That's that is just when you're when you see all that, you get desensitized a bit. Mm-hmm. You see people flying through the air. You see body parts flying through the air. Uh, yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? You you get you're just another like, really interesting point to this movie. Are there are only two names in the whole movie. You, 
the two kids yeah, on the boat, right. the Peter and George. Yeah. And at one point he says the old guy's name, but he says Mr. So-and-so when they're first pushing off the dock. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there is nobody's name discussed. Yeah, that's right. Occasionally not... they talk about, you know, lieutenant, colonel, rear admiral, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But no names. No proper names. That's interesting. Names. I did not notice yeah. that. Uh, and, and if you read the credits, it's funny because it's like furious soldier, angry soldier. <laughs> I uh, yeah no it, I did not notice that but and it kind of makes sense now that I think about it especially which to, might to... actually lend to that story being extra emotional yeah that's without what really was, being cognizant of that's what I was just thinking mm-hmm. uh, but no it, it's really one you got to get out and see and it's best to see in a theater you can have the most kick-ass speakers in the world and they're not going to replicate what you get in an IMAX theater with this yeah it's especially just, the airplane bits yeah, it can't be done no. Um, there's it's so real the sound of the airplane and i was sitting with the guy who's flown those types of airplanes yeah. those mm-hmm. biprop airplanes isn't his dad an airplane pilot uh, yes he is as well um, I, I but he but he his was. dad was military um mm-hmm. pilot yeah but i That's think I, I think he flew jets I, I could be wrong i'm not sure yeah uh the dogfights were insane yeah. uh as was this movie and you you owe it to yourself to go at least if you're local out to the amc and see it on the imax you say is it worth the extra money sometimes yeah sometimes no this one thousand percent yes mm-hmm. um, for the sound especially you go for the sound yeah. it's not a this isn't a 3d spectacle film uh if you want to see that you go see the valerian completely different experience yeah. and i know it always is than sitting at home but sitting in a normal theater, I've never um, felt like completely... I was in the middle of a battlefield before ever yeah. in my life until I saw this movie, and it made me uncomfortable. And I was like, "That's brilliant! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's brilliant!" I, I felt bullets fly past my damn head almost to the point where I wanted to whip my head around and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, seriously, the sound is that good. So, uh, so get out there and see the Dunkirk. It's fantastic. Um, it is. Uh, it is one hundred percent. Uh, legit. I, I rate this very high. I'm at a, 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 you know, I go a 95 on this thing, and uh, you know, get out of there and see it. Um, I can't say how it's gonna affect everyone because war movies are different. You yeah. know, I love Hacksaw Ridge. Some people didn't. Not um, particularly gory. No, if one. you're going to see like yeah. people get blue up, you you will see that, but it's not a lot of blood and guts and all that stuff. It's more just shock and awe of the true. Yeah, there's no Bubba, there's war. no Bubba Gump moment in this movie. No, really. there is not. This is not going to be a buddy war film, mm-hmm. you know. Bubba, gotta get <laughs> Bubba. It's not. I gotta get the fuck out of this boat before I drown. I just had some toast and jam. Uh, now yeah. I'm drowning. What the fuck? Yeah, and that's kind of the whole point of the situation they're in, too. Like, they're all trying to get off the beach. And that's the is, point. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, the whole fucking point. Yeah. Uh, and that was really... I, I always have this thing, deep ocean is slightly terrifying to me. I don't know why. It's just it's so dark. It's so mm. deep. It's so... If you get sunk, it's bad. With sharks, <laughs> other things, yeah, and just yeah. things that go bump in the water in the night. Uh, I don't... It's just a creepy environment for me in a, in like a film setting. I've been on cruises and I've st- I've had like a little balcony where I went out and I've been like, cool. At night I'm like, no, <laughs> ain't doing it. Why? Because it's pitch fucking black. <laughs> so uh, I've never really seen anything project the terrifying nature of seeing a torpedo coming at your boat and oh, having. Yeah. No time to do a damn thing other than brace to die. And yell torpedo. Yeah. <laughs> torpedo, we finna die. Uh, good luck, boys. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Um, I just, yeah, blown away, man. I, yeah. It's Agreed. one that, uh, it's one that I will own and I will watch, but I won't watch often <laughs> because it's just a lot. So yeah. when I do, I want to make sure I can fully get into it. Um, yeah. just because you, you owe it to the film to do that. And I hope that the story is true, uh, about, uh, the children. I will say. The civilians. Yeah. Uh, the civilian children, mm-hmm. uh, not all of them, the specific, you'll know who yep. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I hope is true. And I'm sure I can find it with a simple Google. So it is our intention to, um, we are, uh, we have found a time. We are going to be reviewing the atomic, bl- atomic blonde, atomic blonde, John Goodman. Bond. Yeah, John Goodman, Charlize Theron. I've been told it has some of the most wonderful ass whippery scenes of all time, <laughs> especially for a feminine hero esque type figure to be doing this. So, uh, looking forward to that. And we are hoping that we will be able to do a full show. But if not, we figure we will at least be able to bring the review portion of the show until we can completely figure out. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, or, you know, yeah. fix it. <laughs> yeah, we have plans. We will not miss uh, much time. And if we do, it will come back better. But this time, uh, just the, the note on the beginning of the show was real. And we're still dealing with it. But we got you at least up to date with Dunkirk. And we'll be back uh, with a full show next week. Or we'll be back at least with a... You Atomic know, Blonde a, review. Yeah, a 20-minute to 30-minute review. So. Uh, quick hits if you get your news entertainment or entertainment news, sorry, from us. Uh, Google SDCC. whole bunch of cool oh, yeah. shit happened. Oh, a lot I mean, of trailers. Yeah, trailers for... Posters. Insane posters. Look look, look up all these. Uh, Justice League trailer. Um, uh, Infinity War leaked. I don't know if you can still see it. But the footage leaked. It was incredible. Ready Player One looks awesome. Thor, Ragnarok, Hulk can talk. Who the fuck? What the fuck? Who knows? Westworld. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he did say things. that puny god the one time. That's right. He's like talking sentences, though. Hulk like fire. What? 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 Did yeah. you just what? Uh, watch it. That's <laughs> uh, my favorite trailer of the whole lot of them. Uh, Westworld new trailer. Stranger Things season two new trailer. Walking Dead season eight trailer. So much great stuff. Michael Phelps lost to a fucking shark. Yeah, uh, but I believe, it was close. I, I believe I called that. Well, so did way. everybody in the free world. But he was a lot closer than I gave him credit for. Okay, and uh, so, yeah, and it noted he was not actually in the water. Group growth is explained by James Gunn. Check him out on Facebook if you want to know how fast Groot will take to get to an adult level. Groot, mm. you will find out. Um, I'll give you a hint. When he was an adolescent, that after credit scene was eight years after Guardians Volume 2. Nice. So, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's actually about right. Yeah. You know? So Pretty he, quick, actually, because yeah. he was a tiny little baby. Group. Yeah, so if you, you can, there's probably somebody out there that's figured out a formula to figure out how long it'll take. I don't know, but James Gunn puts a nice well, explanation Probably another explanation eight years to be full grown. Yeah, and they let OJ out of prison. I thought they put him in prison for the murders that he says he didn't no. do, but everybody did, but apparently they armed didn't. Armed robbery. Yeah, and, uh, well, we I knew that, but I thought that the judge was like, yeah, it's armed robbery, but it's really for the murder. Oh, they but, may have, but the parole board can't look at it. Yeah, they didn't, and they're like, uh, yeah, you're good to go, and uh, he's going to be out and about playing golf probably near you very soon. Yeah, I saw Rogan tweet out, should I have OJ on? I was like, please, dear God, yes. <laughs> Everybody would listen. Uh, yeah, so if OJ wants to come on our show, we would. I would have some <laughs> questions for OJ. I, I, might want, I might want to have a couple people over he there call for, in. for some backup. He could call in. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He'd be a call Skype. In. We'll Skype. Yeah, be like, ooh, you 
don't trust you quite yet, OJ. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, lots of great things. Shane McMahon almost died. Uh, it was Good crazy. For him. Yeah, he, he the only guy I know can take a fucking bump from a crashed helicopter in the ocean and come out with just a couple of uh, scrapes. I'm like, damn. Uh, he is inhuman. So all the Comic-Con news is out there. It's great. Uh, one trailer I wanted to talk about was uh, I just saw today called Chuck. I never knew that there was a real-life Rocky Balboa that inspired oh, Stallone yeah. to mm-hmm. write Rocky. Mm-hmm. And I never knew what happened to the life of the guy that actually was the real-life Rocky. Leo Schreiber, Schreiber is going to yeah. tell me, and I'm going to let him. I think he talked about it last week or it was the week before. But yeah. you, I was like, Liev Schreiber, interesting. And I, I just didn't put it all together. Uh, but then I saw the trailer and was like, this looks fucking great. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I should be Kinda able to like watch that Kind of like that Logan soon. Lucky or Lucky Logan yeah, trailer. Yeah, Logan Lucky. It looks fucking great, too. Uh, this one's coming to Voodoo on the 15th, so I should be able to watch it then. They're not at all similar, but you get that same feeling from the trailer. Yeah. You know I mean? uh, Deadwood's back on track. They're making a Death of Superman movie. And sadly, John Hurd. Spoiler of, alert. Yeah. He's already dead yeah uh and sadly uh john heard of home alone fame and sopranos fame and many things that you've seen him in uh if you google a picture of john heard you'll be like oh Tons that guy yeah he died at 72 years old and it's a real big bummer so on that note we're gonna hopefully play you out with something great and we'll be back next week uh we got a, a wonderful little bob saget tune here that uh, it's going to make you laugh. I promise you that. <laughs> and we'll see you next week uh, in some form or another, and we'll have a, at least a full review, spoiler-free, of course, for the Atomic Blonde. And in case we don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And uh, here it is. I, I didn't write it. It was this crazy tape, and I, I just uh, loved it. It's an old English folk song, and I, I hope you like it. There was an old farmer who sat on a rock Stroking his whiskers and shaking his fist at his neighbors who sat on their ricks Teaching their children to play with their kite strings and marbles in the old days of yore Along came a lady who looked like a decent young lady and walked like a duck Said she discovered a new way to bring up the children to sew and to knit The boys in the stables were shoveling up contents of stables left after the hunt The carman was feeling a nice piece of straw from the stables, cleaning the walls. In came the dairymaid to play with his dog in the dairy where she did belong. If you think this is dirty, well, you're fucking well wrong. 